1059 The Region, in partnership with REMAX Prime Properties, present On The Market, real estate advice that works for you. Have a real estate question? Call us at 416-335-1059. Tweet us at 1059 The Region or email us at info at 1059theregion.com. This is 1059 The Region. I'm Tina Cortez with On The Market, York Region's only radio real estate show. My co-host and our real estate expert is Asif Khan with REMAX Prime Properties. Good morning, Asif. Good morning, Tina. So earlier this week, the Bank of Canada kind of surprised a few of us and did not increase rates. Were you surprised? I, I was shocked. I thought that this was, especially with all the talk about inflation and how it's at it's uh, you know at a high right now. I thought for sure we would see a quarter point increase. So what does this mean? This means that uh, it, it's certainly going to enhance consumer confidence uh, to be able to go buy and, uh, and and even for sellers to say the buyers are still out there because the the concern was if the interest rate goes up. Although it doesn't mean a lot in terms of dollar value, and we can get into what it would have meant, but uh, people were scared. And and there's always a holding pattern before a rate announcement, especially when speculation has it that the rate will go up. People want to just put the brakes on selling and buying and try and figure out what's going to happen. If the rate does go up, will they still be able to qualify for these homes? Will the buyers still be out there? Should people hold on and not sell right now? And that's what we were seeing over the last week or so, where there was a bit of concern. There was some hesitancy from buyers. But now uh, it's going to have a lot of people excited. So this weekend should be pretty busy. Well, that's a good sign for sure. So what would it have meant? Because it sounds like, you know, we didn't get the increase now, but it's likely coming in March. Yeah. And, you know, it, it only affects people that are on a variable rate. If you've already signed and, and you're in your third or second year or first year of a, a five-year fixed mortgage, it's not going to affect you at all because you're locked in. And those four or five-year fixed rates right now, we're seeing at about 2.5%. Where it's going to affect people is if they were on a variable rate. So if they had a home equity line of credit on a variable rate or if they had a mortgage that was variable. Now, we're seeing rates right now, variable rates, which are actually really low. They're around the uh, 2% mark. They could go up to 3 3.2%. So those are the rates that would get affected with an interest rate height like this. And, and you would add a quarter point to that. So suppose you had uh, a mortgage of, say, $400,000 that you were carrying, Tina, and you, you had it at 3% on a variable your payment would be around $1,900, just shy of $1,900. If that rate climbed to 3.25% for that same $400,000 mortgage, you would pay about $1,945. So it's about a $50 difference uh, per month if you were on variable. So again, it's not a huge increase, but just the whole perception of, of the rate going up does upset people. But when you break it down and it's a $50 increase, it's not going to mean a lot. And $50 for some people is a lot of money. But they've been qualified at 5.25% because that is the qualifying rate right now. So the banks know that a quarter point increase on a 3% mortgage is not going to disqualify anyone from their mortgage. It's not going to put people into a panic where they may lose their home. 
it's uh, it, they've already been qualified, so they know that the income that they have, the credit that they have, is able to support that quarter point increase. All right. So, you know, the the headlines lately, actually not lately, for the longest time, have been about housing, short supply, bidding wars, outrageous prices. What can you share about what it's like in the field, in your offices, with your agents? To sum it up, I would say stressful. It's very stressful for agents right now. and, And that's something you don't hear a lot about in the media because they think the agents are very happy and they're making a lot of money. But when you're constantly, constantly losing out on offers where you're up against 15, 20 offers and you have a limited budget that your clients are working with, it gets really stressful because you could be working for six months or eight months without making uh, a sale. And and that's just the state of the market. That's what we're faced with every day. And for sellers, it's the same thing. If you take an offer that could be the highest offer, that may not appraise. The banks are pretty tight with their appraisals right now. And you could sell your house and be very happy one day. And you know, a month later, when it's coming up to closing time, that deal could fall apart. So it's really stressful out there for agents. There's a lot to stick handle around. And, uh, you know, what we're seeing is the limited supply is all selling. So even though the supply is very limited, to sell 125,000 homes with this type of supply last year, that's a, that's a lot of homes. It's, it's everything that hits the market is selling. And people are not afraid of the fixer-uppers right now. Because if they they just want to get into home ownership, so everything is basically selling, and the the supply issue is not going to go away. It's going to continue because of immigration. We're going to have about over four hundred thousand people coming into the country this year, and probably a hundred and fifty to two hundred thousand of those people will settle in the GTA. So that's going to put more pressure on rentals. It's going to put more pressure on the housing supply for purchasers, and uh, the demand is just continue to be strong. So there's not a lot of relief in terms of supply or price appreciation coming. Well, the first month of 2022 is just about in the books. Are you suggesting then that it will be status quo going forward? It will. It will actually get uh, a lot tighter in terms of inventory, and price appreciation will continue because the spring market is just around the corner and people are starting to get the jump. So you're going to start to see for sale signs pop up as people realize that it may not be in their best interest to sell when all of their neighbors are on the market. They want to sell now. So you're going to start to see uh, an early spring market. And I sound like a groundhog when I'm saying that, but um, (laughs) you're going to start to, you're going to start to see people come out and uh, get on the market. Buyers are already out there. There's, buyers that have been waiting since last year or the year before to pounce on a home. So the demand will continue. Sellers will be really happy again. And buyers will be happy to get a home because that's all they want right now is they just want to get their foot in the door and start building equity like all of their friends and family and colleagues have. After the break, the cost of a home outside the GTA. Is cashing out an option? This is On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us. Need to connect with Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties? Call him, 
416-985-CON. That's 416-985-5426. Or email ossif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On the Market, York Region's exclusive radio real estate show on 105.9 The Region. Over to my co-host, Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties with today's guest, Asif. Thank you, Tina. Our first guest is no stranger to GTA Real Estate. It's Steve Tabrizi, the COO of Remax Hallmark. Steve, welcome to On the Market. Thank you very much, Asif and Tina, for inviting me. Steve, the uh, the biggest question or the, the most uh, often heard question around our industry right now is, what's the state of the market? What can you tell our listeners about the market today? Well, our market uh, really had a, a very um, strong rebound from uh, mid-June uh, of the 2020 and continue to grow double-digit year after year. Uh, the, the disposable income of the consumer have increased due to stimulus packages that the government for the last two years have offered during the COVID. Interest rate is low, the demand is through the roof, and the supply is limited. So you can imagine what would happen with those three equations. Uh, you have lack of inventory, and the prices are growing on a daily basis. Now, Steve, there are those people out there who think they're going to sell in Toronto and live in a castle on a pile of cash, you know, in the outskirts. But they're probably wrong, aren't they? Why is that? Uh, Maybe about two years ago, Tina, that would have applied to some degree, but not anymore. Historically, the suburb or outskirt of the GTA was quite undervalued compared to the GTA. What happened during the last five years, due to the increase of the uh, demand and lack of the supply, many Torontonians decided to move to the suburb for more affordable housing and perhaps cash out on the big ticket item that they were holding in Toronto or central Toronto for many years. But now with the rise of the prices of in suburb and outskirts of the Toronto, really the difference, still is the difference between this, let's call it between the Toronto, and as an example, Durham or Simcoe and Barrie County, it's quite a substantial difference, but you are not buying a castle. The reality is those suburbs also cannot keep up with the pace of construction and the demand. Uh, So we will see uh, the further shrinkage of the price differentiation between the suburb and the Toronto. And it will be to a point that uh, I have talked about this probably about 10 years ago. Is the Toronto the place for everyone? No. Am I happy with this uh, segment or this process? Overall, no. But Overall, also, I think it's great that we are spreading the wealth of the real estate across Ontario. It's not anymore focused and concentrated only in Toronto. It's really leaking to all other cities, which is create a job and economic growth for those smaller suburbs or smaller cities. Steve, the price growth in and around York Region has been phenomenal over the last three years, since 2018, really. And we're starting to see inventory challenges and prices continue to climb. What do you tell our listeners that may be thinking, I'm just going to wait for about three years and I'll rent and then I'll get into the market? Where do you see that going? Well, well, I said that's a 
really the motion of the many, as you are in the market too, many of, of our consumers, they think they should wait it out and the prices will drop. Unfortunately, we are not in the era of the late 80s with the double-digit interest rate. Even if our interest rate rises to pre-pandemic, such as two and a half to three and a quarter for mortgage rate, it's historically in the last 30 years, it's still one of the lowest interest rates in Canada. So that illusion of that uh, the market I waited out and the market may correct itself or maybe the prices will drop or the media, as put it, as the bubble will burst, it will never happen. The problem is that the consumers, they have to realize if you had it in the last five years or in the last four years, as you mentioned, since 2018, double-digit growth, even if the market corrects itself, even let's say by five points to 10 points, still we are in the growth mode. We are not ever going back to the below or a negative uh, growth uh, because of the demand that we have there. So my advice for people, doesn't matter if they are in your region or a different region, you really have to take a look at your lifestyle. You have to take a look at the motivation factor. You have to take a look at what stage of life you are. Are you, when your children are growing up, you need a bigger space? Are your empty nester, you need to just basically downsize? So every homeowner is really is in a unique situation. And until you discover that unique situation with them, you can give them the best advice. But for those that they are sitting on the sideline, that they are basically saying, I wait this uh, uh, madness and hopefully I will jump into it maybe two or three years from now. My advice to them is just get into the market. doesn't matter where. Just getting into the real estate market, even if you can enter to a resale condo, older condo, something that you can afford. Because the more you wait this, the less affordable it's become for you. So for those out there who are listening who are in their 20s and 30s, what advice do you have for them? Do you think they're ever going to own a home? It is interesting, Tina. Uh, prior to pandemic, millennials particularly, they were co- quite furious and upset with the government policies. They blame uh, the politician, uh, the ruling parties uh, during the past uh, party in Ontario or current party, that they blame the housing issues uh, for those people that they are running the show. Uh, but the reality is, as soon as the pandemic happened, because the interest rate dropped so low, the biggest group of the people that they really take advantage of the interest rate are the millennials. And now the millennials are at the stage that finally they are recognizing that they should have jumped into the real estate market perhaps maybe five years ago, six years ago. So my advice for the people who are in the range of maybe we call them the generation of the Z, and they are in the age of the 20 to 25 to 27, again, it would be if you can even do a co-sharing, entering to the real estate market, uh, jumping to the real estate market, having a partner buying a property, buying a pre-construction, saving your money for two to three years from now, but enter to the real estate market. Because the way our market is going with the massive demand and uh, the rental market is going to be more expensive also. So you will see at a point what you're paying for the rental market, maybe it will be around the same amount for a mortgage payment. So why not uh, enter to the market sooner than later? And, you know, that's, a, that's an interesting analysis about rents being the same as mortgages because do you remember when we were kids and we used to buy a car and our whole thought process was, 
how am I going to pay this car off? And, <laughs> you know, that kind of trickled down into home ownership too. We used to think, when am I going to pay this house off and start putting extra money towards our mortgage payments? And then car leasing came around and, and changed our mindset about cars. And now we were just looking for cars that fit our available budget. And in four or five years, you just trade that car in and get a new car to fit your budget. Are we seeing that with houses now? Are people just buying houses to fit their budget with no intention of paying them off, knowing that they'll just move to another house when their budget increases or decreases? Uh, it's, it's a very good analogy after that you put it uh, into the perspective. I think you have no choice. Some category of the people who are the first-time buyer, they don't have no choice. But remember also old days. When we, you and I, maybe we entered the real estate market, we were basically saying, oh, my God, it's going to take me 25 years to pay it off. 25 years because the growth appreciation was 3 to 5%. Now take a look at it now. Somebody bought a home five years ago, let's say in Barrie for $400,000, $500,000. The same home in five years now has the appreciation of the sitting at a $900,000. So suddenly you have a rapid building up equity in your home, which gives you the opportunity to either upgrade or even if you want to downgrade, you will have a probably a very small amount of the mortgage. So I think the price appreciation and the price growth also has been beneficial for some people if they really want to play the real estate market. It's not like the old days, okay, I'm going to wait 25 years and then I will basically say, okay, I got a home free and clear. No, you probably can end up having a full home free and clear a lot sooner than the 25 years. And Steve, can I get your take on a headline that I read earlier this week? And it was about baby boomers staying in their homes longer and how this is also having an impact on supply and demand. What do you think about this? Okay, the baby boomers, uh, age factor, uh, accessibility to the amenities, the most important thing is probably because of also during the COVID has become the primary uh, focus is health uh, uh, and also the option and the choice of where can I go? Uh, we talked earlier, the difference between the price of the, let's say, a baby boomer who owns a property in Toronto, not in a very expensive neighborhood, let's say average price of about a million five. So they are figuring out if they move out of the Toronto and move away from the amenities that is very close to them, primarily health, and the transportation and accessibility to the health. So if they go to the suburb, if they have to buy something very similar, let's say for $1.2 million, do they want to make that decision or not? Sooner or later, they will make that decision. Some of those baby boomers also, they have been forced by default helping their children, maybe taking an additional mortgage or equity out of their home that they paid it off for the last 25 or 30 years and helping their children to be the homeowner. CIDC came up with a report uh, a few weeks ago, and the highest uh, contribution of the parents or baby boomer to the millennial was this year across Canada, almost about $8 billion, average between $130,000 to $180,000. Um, each families are helping their children. So maybe all these factors is forcing them to stay in their home for a longer period of the time. But also, they are fortunate. They thought their property worth a million dollars. Again, they built the additional equity that will allow them to help their children. And perhaps even if they sell, they will have the similar sort of a cash flow 
or assets uh, going to a different property or going to the retirement home. Steve, you recently issued your market report. Can you share the top two highlights? Uh, we have provincial election coming uh, this June. The number one uh, concern among the voter will be housing. Uh, the housing is becoming a major issue for the first time. All the four parties are acknowledging that basically something needs to be done. Uh, the second uh, issue it will be inflation. A lot of people, they think inflation is only related to the real estate. Unfortunately, yes and no. It's related to some degree to the real estate, but also we have a supply chain issue. We have actually housing inflation. We have supply chain issue. We have wage inflation. So that will be a secondary factor. That's awesome. And Steve, if people want to connect with you to get the full report, how can they do that? Um, my email is steve at remaxhallmark.com. Our website is www.remaxhallmark.com. And if you send me an email, I gladly will share the link uh, with you. And my YouTube presentation is available on uh, Hallmark Teachable Moment. And it's open to the public. You're more than welcome to log in and take a look at it. That's awesome. Please, Steve, thanks for your time. And uh, we look forward to getting uh, an update maybe closer to the election. Thank you very much, guys. It's always a pleasure talking to you. And you as well. When we come back, your real estate questions and this week's hot listing. This is On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us. Need to connect with Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On the Market, York Region's exclusive radio real estate show on 105.9 The Region. Time now for our listener questions, and we begin with Charlie in Thornhill. He wants to know what you think about the mailbox flyers, which offer a free home evaluation. What does it mean, and is there a catch? Asif. That's a good question, Charlie, and I know we we get bombarded with these uh, mail-out flyers uh, offering free free staging, free home evaluations. Uh, It's basically marketing for the agent to try and generate some business. And there usually is no catch with the free home evaluation. You can get as many of them done as you want. And uh, and then you can actually interview realtors while you're doing that as well. So there's uh, no catch. And usually that's exactly what it means that they're offering you a free home evaluation. They want to get in, add you to their mailing list and try to market to you. Okay, we move to Richmond Hill next with a question from Kara. She wants to know your prediction for the spring market. Asif, will the issue of supply continue? What does that mean for those thinking about selling? Another great question, and and we've had this a lot. Should I list now or should I wait until the spring? Traditionally, people would wait until the spring when the weather is nicer and they can add some curb appeal to their property. However, the market being as tight as it is right now in terms of supply, this is a great time for sellers to get on the market and get that jump so that you are on the market and off the market before your neighbors who are thinking the same thing even have a chance to get on the market. And uh, that's going to that's going to help a seller achieve greater results when there's less competition. For buyers, you want more competition, obviously, because if you have two or three of the same house on the street, 
now you have a choice. You're still going to probably be faced with multiple offers because the levels of inventory are, are so tight right now. And with immigration opening up, more people coming into the GTA, that competition is just going to increase. So multiple offers, sold over asking, those phrases will continue? They will continue. It, uh, it's just the, the state of the market right now. And again, until, we, until we're flooded with supply, we're not really going to see a change. So having seven or 10 extra houses on the market isn't really going to change anything. We need thousands of homes on the market. As a reminder, you can send your questions anytime to info at 1059theregion.com. But Asif, if our listeners prefer to contact you directly, how can they do that? You know, they can always reach me at 416-985-CON. That's 416-985-5426. Time now for the On the Market Hot Listing. Asif, over to you. You know, we're going to ESSA for a huge property now. Now, a lot of people through the COVID period, pandemic period, have been looking for a lot more land and a nicer home where they can maybe have their in-laws move in or their parents move in or a nanny. This home sits on a lot, which is 1,021 feet by 400 feet. It's huge. And it's a four-bedroom property. It has a completely separate in-law suite with a three-piece bathroom, separate entertaining yard. So aside from your backyard, you've got another uh, portion of the yard, which has an above-ground pool, a hot tub, a tiki bar. And this is going to be your oasis so that if you're not going on vacation, your backyard is your vacation property. It's absolutely stunning. It's a Victorian home. It's got lots of character. It's a century farm home. And, uh, you know, when they say unique properties, this one certainly is. And it's offered for $2.5 million. And it is just absolutely stunning. A tiki bar, eh? All right. Uh, one more time, Asif, the highlights of this property, the list price, and where our listeners can get more information. It's a four-bedroom property. It sits on 13 acres. It has two driveways, an enclosed porch. It has an in-law suite, lots of entertaining areas. It's 15 minutes to the 400, and so it's very accessible to the city. And for more information, uh, you can contact Teresa Keating, And Teresa's direct number is 647-633-4898. And again, $2.5 million for 13 acres with a gorgeous century home. It's uh, going to be, there's going to be a lot of demand for this one. All right. If you missed any part of our show, go to 1059theregion.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Audible. I'm Tina Cortez. Thank you for listening. Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca.